to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Final Last Sports Talk. This is a Tuesday morning. We are live. Alex Clancy is in the studio. Here's the number if you want to join the show. If you listen to the show, you know about the show, you know how fast. As it goes 888-346-9144 got a lot to talk about definitely uh off topic stuff um we're going to get into some um donald sterling have you did you watch that alex yeah i watched the excerpts excerpts no i watched the entire thing but i watched the the, the heat and brooklyn game which was a great game mm-hmm. it was a fun game to watch uh but the boring the Portland ended up beating san antonio it was a boring game i think popovich the great Hall of Fame coach Popovich let Portland win because he didn't want to destroy a young team in the Portland Trailblazers because he could have got rid of those guys. He didn't want to destroy those teams. And the San, the San Antonio Spurs get to go home and finish them off. I thought that was a great classic move, in my opinion. Now, before we got off there, we were talking about buys. The uh, L.A. Kings in a, in a three-day buy, Kevin Gassman was saying that was – Kevin, I think you said that messed them up. Uh, Alex and I were saying – well, Alex said, isn't that good to have a bye? I think you, the best time to have a bye during a season in any sport is later on in that season. That way, you, you look at what Alabama and the, on the collegiate level does. They schedule Appalachian State on week 9 or 10 so they can rest some of their guys. Or, or it's not as physical of a game that it normally would be if they was playing LSU. That's considered a second bye to them. That is considered a second bye. Uh, but I think it's later in the season when buys are more prevalent for teams and you get the rest healthy guys or guys get to come back uh, who's been hurt early in the year. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you don't have anything to say. I, no, that. I agree. <laughs> you just don't have anything to say about No, but that. there are times in, in NHL or NBA playoffs where you get two or three days off. That just That's just how the scheduling works, and you just got to roll with it. Yeah. Um, Donald Sterling, let's let's get this in and get it out the way. Yeah, and um, I didn't watch it. I knew it was on. I'm just like, I, you know yeah, what? What, he, what is he going to say that's going to change my mind about him? You have, I don't know. He may be something. Don't you give a guy, do you believe in second and second chances? Uh, he's gotten chances before. He has. He, it's kind of been wiped not, out of the rug, the things that he said in the past. But not with you. Not in your mindset. And unless you've done your research on this guy, and, and I hear what you're saying. You think you research on somebody, and they've always been this guy, but the first time, this is the first time you hear something about him. I understand that, well, he's already got a second chance, but it's the first time I hear it. But he has his second chances. He's had tapes or outskirts or outtakes on things he said and how he felt. I can respect him for saying what he wants to say and who he is. I don't respect the, the, who he is. Yeah, I mean, if that makes sense. And that's another, just another thing. People didn't like Donald Sterling to begin with as an owner. I mean, they placed the sole blame of why the Clippers stunk for so long on him. He was making money, and with regards to him, he's running the Clippers like a business. He's not running it like a team that needs to succeed. He's made 
upwards of $560 million from when he's bought it to the worth of it now. This guy said he's jealous. That's why he didn't want her to bring. How are you jealous? How in the world are you jealous? Look at him in the mirror. It's not like you guys are compatible. You <laughs> give her stuff, and she dates you. Like, I don't really know why he thinks that, you know, they're not like lovebirds or something. That is crazy. And he, he continued. The more he talked, the more he seemed more racist. The, the, the racist, the crazier he gets, the more he talks. Somebody's letting this guy talk. He feel like he's in his right mind, I think. I think he's, he's literally think he's in his right mind. He just kept talking, kept digging graves, uh, putting his foot in, putting his arm in. Until he's going to lay down in, in the world he's created for himself. Giving her cars, buying her this, buying her that. Well, if you want a pretty girl on your side, I don't care if you're 25 years old, you're going to do the same thing. But he just went crazy. We're talking about the person he is uh, towards other people and the racist comments, which is crazy because he, I think he did flip the script and started bashing Magic Johnson. I, I, didn't, I couldn't understand that. Well, I, and that's what's interesting to me, and, and I want to ask you a question. So Magic... Um, obviously got uh, HIV, the HIV virus mm-hmm. from somebody, and it wasn't his wife. Right. So when, he ta- when they talk about how he's not a good role model for kids in L.A. or wasn't a good role model, mm-hmm. cheat on your wife, not a good role model. And, 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 I'm, and I'm trying to see this from the outsider's perspective, looking in, maybe trying to figure out what he means, because Magic on the Court was a role model. All, this, all this stuff you're saying is true, but I don't know if he, I think it was his wife named Cookie. It's Cookie. Yeah. I'm not. I don't know if he cheated on. I don't know when he got AIDS. That stuff sits in your body for a while until it comes out, and it's. I'm not. It's not AIDS. It's HIV, um, and it's crazy enough, it is. There, there are differences in the in the two. I don't know when he um, attracted the HIV strand, or the um, or when in his basketball season. I don't know if it was during college when he was at Michigan State, or when he got to LA, where LA is LA is wild. I don't know when he attracted us stuff, so I don't know when. I, I couldn't say when he, if he cheated on Cookie or when did he cheated on Cookie. Um, but you can use that Donald Sterling, which Donald Sterling has, and say, well, he's not a good role model. Yeah. Well, he, where is Magic Johnson's second chance? He's, if, that, if that's the case, no, that's not a good role model because that's not what they teach us when we grow up. You, what, you get with this person, stay with that person, and that's it. Yeah, you can look at that and say that's not a good role model. But I hope Donald Sterling gets everything he wants. I hope he gets to keep his team because I'm because I'm contrast with that. I'm contrast with how you take somebody's property because of who they are and how they feel. And I'm also on the other side of it. Yeah, take it all because of who you are and how you feel. I hope he gets to keep his team, and I hope all his players are white. Okay. So you get so you hope because I mean this is this is different from when we when we initially talked about this. No, I, I was contrast about damn how you I said it's tough how you get to take how does he being who he is a Neanderthal in my eyes get to how do you just say I'm taking your team from you? Yeah, okay. So a couple couple interesting things have happened since Adam Silver came out. Number one, they haven't had the vote yet. Right. So what, what are we waiting for? Why exactly? Maybe not to overshadow the playoffs. If this should be done the day after the finals is over, after the parade, do it. What if he's still the owner in August when or uh, September when uh, preseason starts? And number two, there are polls being taken now that upwards of forty percent of people are saying that he should be able to keep his team. So it's easy for Adam Silver to say those things when he said them, but now putting anything into action is going to be the difficult part, and we'll see if it actually follows through or not. Just listen to him talk in that interview. Like just every word he said, it was it was. It was in. He was trying to defend himself, and he was trying to bite his tongue at the same time. But if you are who you are, you're not biting your tongue. 
He means what he says. I text this morning. If I send something, I meant to send it. I was not contemplating on should I send this or not. I meant to send this text. And forward the mean and sound how it's supposed to sound. He means to say what he want to say, but he was trying to bite his tongue, but he couldn't do it anymore. So every time he talked uh, from that point on, it just seemed like he was just still saying what about a different race or still saying this about or flip the script on how they used to be friends, Magic and he and Magic still bashing Magic Johnson or, mm-hmm. or putting the light on Magic or who he is or who he isn't just to take it off himself. Donna Sterling is... He's not going to change ever. This guy's, what, 70 years 81. old? 80, 81 years old. You're not changing an 81-year-old man to come from where he come from and has built what he's built. He feel like he's self-made. Um, he got all his money through the real estate of L.A. real estate. If you if you time it up perfectly in L.A., you everybody can be real estate moguls. Yeah, and and I think the deflecting towards Magic Johnson was, that was j- just another defense mechanism try to get the, the spotlight off him. And... Uh, Magic is a good person to go after if you want to deflect because he's one of the most loved people in L.A. ever. That's the best. That's, that's the wrong. Yeah, it is. That's the wrong person. Well, what does he have to lose now? Yeah. I mean, you may as well. You may as well try to take down a, take down a legend if, if you're going to go down. Yeah, but he's not going to be able to do that in L.A. with Magic Johnson. That's no, like, I agree, that's, but that's it's... Just Jordan in Chicago. Yeah. James Winston got suspended um, from playing. Doing, James Winston, we know, the Heisman Trophy winner for the Florida State Seminoles football team. He also is the relief or closer of, for their baseball team. He got in trouble for stealing crab legs out of a supermarket. Does he get two suspensions? Because it happened during his baseball team, and his baseball team did the right thing. He's uh, not going to get suspended for football. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. I don't. I know he's not. But I'm saying is would he get a double suspension? Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah, if, I'm, I'm saying, what do you do with him? Um, because his dad comes out and say he should have handlers now. He should. He's the Heisman Trophy winner. He's the Heisman. He should have this. He should have that. I don't believe that. I think that's an award. What happened when I get the Jim Thorpe Award? Should I have a, I'm the best defensive back in the country. Should I get a, people around me to watch me? It's, this you, is, you know, isn't you know, this you know, what parents are for? You know, that's to what they, keep your kids in line well, and not... Here's what parents are for. Y- yes, but that should have been done a long time ago. So when your kids are away from you, you don't worry about them doing silly things. You don't worry about the peer pressure or somebody else influencing them against their values. That's what the parents are for. Parents now having Jameis Winston's probably, I won't say him, him and his mother. I say somebody of his age. His mother's probably 15 years older than him. What? Yeah, that's that's parents today. Those are the parents today. They're not older parents where your kid is 10 and your mother is 35. Those are not parents today. Parents today are young. Kids they they kids are having kids. So there's a situation where you get a guy who's in college and his parents probably 10 years his senior. Those are the parents today. So when you ask the question isn't that what parents for? Yeah, it used to be. You teach your kids as they come up, so when they're away from you, you don't have to worry about them because they got those values in them. They got there's no nonsense, and you never see it as they grow up as a kid. Sometimes kids make mistakes. I'm not saying that that's not going to happen, but why do? And that's a whole other topic as far as why is he stealing in college? You go to Heisman candidate, you go to Florida State, you get three meals a day, you put that team back on the map, and you get nothing for it as far as finances, financial. Why is he still in today? 
the, the initial question was, should he get suspended? Should he have should he have handlers? Because you know the receiver in Dallas has twenty four hour service mm-hmm. or just to keep him out of trouble. Are you that idiotic to not stay out of trouble? Well, that, I think that's a lot different because now you're making a lot of money. You have a lot of free time when, that's Who? not football related. Who's Des that? Bryant. Yeah, you have a lot of, and he had he had issues in college. He had the thing where he got suspended for the whole it, the whole year almost. His last year in college it was unfair. So he's he's had issues and the, Jameis Winston. Um, he's he he's more or less a kid, and you can still call him a kid because he's in college and he's not getting paid for what he does yet. So he needs some sort of guidance. He doesn't need handlers. That's a cop out from his father. For Des Bryant, absolutely, you do. You need. Do you think? Do I think he should be suspended for it? Was the initial question. I mean, uh, baseball did it. They gave him a slap on the wrist. It's not a major offense. He missed a start. I'm mean, not a start. He missed a really. Yeah, he yeah. Missed, I mean, he's he, not. He, he didn't hurt anybody. He didn't do anything. He he shoplifted, but he wasn't smoking weed. He wasn't doing anything like that. But are you still shoplifting? You you're a college student. Are you still shoplifting at at 19 years old? In college, you apparently. ain't in college. Yeah, apparently. But you, are you, why, how, and why, and how is that the case? And as far as the only difference I saw is one's a pro, one is not. But they are both making money. James Winston made a lot of money for Florida State. We're gonna take a quick break. Kwame Lasso Sports Talk. Alex Clancy's in the studio. We'll come back. We'll finish off on that. We'll get into some sports, some basketball. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hi, I'm Joe Swedish, CEO of WellPoint. We proudly support the March of Dimes and all they do to reduce the rate of premature birth in the United States. Though premature births have recently declined, still half a million babies are born too soon each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs that help moms and their babies live healthier lives. Please visit MarchofDimes.com and join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. And welcome back to the Kwame Sports Talk. Alex Clancy is in the studio. 888-346-9144 is the number if you want to call in during the show. Did you see uh, Jay-Z got beat up by Beyonce? Uh, yeah, I was just looking at that. Just now? No, yeah, but I saw it. I saw it last night. Solange? You know what? No. You know what that was about? Jay Z is sleeping with both of them. There's no way she can get that mad and upset with him. Maybe they were just drunk. No, they weren't drunk. She was the only one drunk. Maybe Solange was just jealous of everything that exactly. they got. Exactly. All right. No, jealous just about status, not about Well, well she she couldn't she wasn't in she wasn't a destiny child. She wasn't in that. Well she gonna be jealous. She could have been jealous years ago before Jay Z came into the picture. Okay. It's a bold prediction. It is not a bold prediction because you don't know what, what societies they in. They are in what rituals they have to go through. 
she is she, to get that mad at her sister's husband and her sister just stands there, which meant to have told me she knew what it was about. She knew exactly what it was about. Jay Z sleeping with both of them. All right. You don't get you don't get that. All right. That's another sport in itself. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about Jameis Winston and then and Kevin brought up don't forget do you remember the name? Winona Ryder? Yeah, I remember the name, yeah. I was, yeah, Winona I just, I just want you I to join. I just want you to join the show. That's all. <laughs> be, a part of, be a part of the show. Yeah, I mean, it could be boredom, but I mean, I don't think Jameis wins. It's not. It's this, not is, this is so not a big deal. It's a big In the deal. grand scheme it of things, it's not. It is a big deal. It's you not. just looking at the... You, look, you, you always just look on the surface. You don't get into depth into why this is a big deal. And let me tell you why it's a big deal. Why does this guy have to steal? And maybe it's the thrill of it. Maybe it's a Winona Ryder. It could be that... Can I go in the can I go into this shopping center or this store, this high class store and come out with it? She don't want it. It's not that you need it or want it. You just want to see if you can get away with it. Why is Jameis Winston stealing in college? Which goes back to a whole lot of stuff that I say is about why are we not paying these athletes? If he has now I say this at the same time because I had a guy on my team. He has he had about we was in University of Kansas. He's he's the big eight. I won't say his name. He was the Big Eight. You do your own research. Big Eight <laughs> rushing rookie of the year. He goes in Burlington Coat Factory and steals a coat. Like, why does he have to do that? Everybody comes from somewhere else. Everybody doesn't have a coat. We we go to college for two reasons, I think. One, if academics or to change our lifestyles or things around us. Two, because you're able to do a certain sport and that pays for college. But why could this guy... Bring that much money at that time to the Big Eight. Six months before that, if not four months before that, he was in high school. He just brought that much attention to the Big and himself, and he gets none of that money. And when that's that's the more in depth part of it. When you say it's not a big deal, it's not because he really didn't hurt his team. James Winston didn't hurt his team. He's also one pitcher, a one inning pitcher or two inning pitchers at the most. He didn't hurt his team. They got a guy that can do that. Uh, if he was any good, he could be. A, he would be a starter. But the fact that he had to steal is is what concerns me. And then the fact that his father, and you hit the nail on the head, isn't that what the parents for? The fact that his father thinks he needs handlers, right? Oh, Florida State should be doing more. Well, I was a Jim Thorpe finalist. I didn't have anybody around me. Why? Why guys who win a Jim Thorpe or the Outland Trophy or the Doak Walker, uh, the Doak Ward? Why don't they have people around them? What's the difference? They're the best at the, what they do. I might be a little bit more uh, passive about this one because next year he's going to make a lot of money. Yeah, so but no, it's not. You know what? He he is. He is. So it. maybe that's why. But maybe they, that's why it's just not. I understand the. I understand that 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 bad it, it's looked at. It's looked at as he's stealing to eat because because he needs to eat. Okay, they get fed. Okay, everything else I don't agree with. He got expensive taste. Oh, apparently, king crab legs. I mean, Jesus, that's like thirty six dollars a pound. Um, it, so they get fed. Fine, they get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They get snacks. They get they get fed. Okay. Um, otherwise, how the hell are all these linemen three hundred pounds? They get fed. But they came in three hundred. Okay, but they maintain that, and they're not down to two twenty after the first year. Strength program. Okay, so with that, yes, I, I mean, I agree with this, the thing that the NCAA does with feeding them and how they've extended it a little bit. Um, after uh, after Shabazz Napier had that whole thing uh, after winning the championship, the getting paid part we can talk about this until you know we pass out. No, I'm but, not pass out. I got it. My isogenics, my e shot. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, uh, 
Wait, I thought those were gloves. Oh, that's isotoners. Sorry. Um, yeah, well, with everything else, it, it's being looked into. Johnny Manziel, they're looking about, uh, they're talking about naming uh, the, the arena there, the stadium there, the house that Johnny built, because he brought in $600 million for the for the uh, university in two years. Johnny Manziel? Yeah. Yeah, his parents just got the financial back. He has a financial back. He didn't, he bought a lot to that program. You talk about James Winston made a lot of money. Yeah, he made a lot of money, but he gets to use, in, he don't get any of that stuff. When James Winston did what he did, I'm just okay. You went to, you said he was still in the eat. Maybe that's the case. No, I didn't say that. I said he was. It, if, it makes it, it look like he was stealing to eat. Yeah, but if you, when I was in college, we we got three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I think it was, and um, we had these cards with money on it. So I would just take. I would just go buy me cranberry juice and put a bunch of them in my bag, so I always had them. Uh, and then the freeze meals we got, I would eat. The, I would eat those meals, but we get like a certain stipend a uh, day. And I think everybody should have that. But when you look at the numbers, as opposed to what we got, when you look at the numbers of what the what we are bringing in for that team, and there's not a balance. When it's a multi-million or billion-dollar business. There's no balance to saying this guy here's for an education. We talked a little bit about this briefly about what the NBA does for the NCAA and basketball. Make them stay in two years so my product is better when they come to my product. Has nothing to do with the kid. You're not getting, you may get an associate's degree in two years, uh, but why do I have to stay in school if I'm making your product better and you care nothing about the rest of my, my other two years? Or can I go back? Put a program in place, and I think we went back and forth on this as far as, okay, I, when I enrolled in the school, I get this amount of money, and I can't touch it. If I get in trouble, this was one of the things I said. If you get in trouble, then that money, some of that is gone. It's like a penalty, but when you graduate, this is what you accumulated for, and I don't know how they can do that because, again, there's millions and billions of dollars being made off these kids, and I'm just talking about the athletic part, not the academic part, not the rest of the school and what they do. It's a thin line, but there is a line there. So you can figure out, if you can figure out how to generate more because we talk so much about the BCS and how bull crap it was and you didn't care and you still played those games knowing that the best two teams in the country wasn't playing, then you go into a playoff season. You can fix those things. It's just how much you want to make off it until then, until you have to change it up again. I don't think Jameis Winston should have been, I think he should have been, you're the quarterback of my team. I think you should have been smart enough to be 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, know that you don't have to be the quarterback. You 6'4", six, 6'5", six, black. You can go to any store. You're going to be watched. You just won the Heisman. You stealing. Before you start stealing, I had a coach on my team, Mark D'Antonio, that I could have went to and talked to some stuff before I started doing something bad. You have, you have those guys, those surrogates, um, if you will. You have somebody you can go talk to. James Winston should have had somebody he, should, he could be able to go talk to, his quarterback coach, his offensive coordinator, or his head coach. Most times they don't know one talks to the head coach. They go to their position coach. You have to be, and maybe they don't trust those guys. So half of you can't trust half of the assistant coaches. He should have had somebody he could go talk to before he starts stealing. So what is he supposed to say? I, I feel like I should, I feel like I want to steal something. No, so. I said, coach, I don't, I'm starving. I don't have any money. Okay, so anything that could have come not that's starving, not, not starving, because people not starving. It. That's what not, it looks people like. Starving. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off really on this, but just to say he's not starving, because that's, diff- that's a difference between hunger and starving. Yeah. 
Go ahead. He gets three meals a day mm-hmm. plus snacks and everything, okay? Put food away in your room. Okay, so that, with regards to the money issue, um, the, traditionally the football program pays for the water polos, uh, new uniforms, pays for uh, the women's softball team to be able to travel. Not all, not all this money is going to the pockets of people. It's being it, being segmented out to oh, every other. Goodness. I, I, you know what? I heard you say that, and I just know you don't believe that. The pockets of people? Oh, you're not the, not the, not the athletic student athletes. Not the students. Oh, okay, yeah. No. Yeah, okay. All, it funds all of the other sports, all of the other college sports, basketball and football traditionally. True, but not at Kansas. But go ahead. well, that's basketball, right? Right. Okay. Well, fo- go ahead. Let me. Well, let you football finish. still makes more money than than right. any just by just by sheer numbers and right. people going to games. You know, like Oregon. Mm-hmm. Oregon's football pays for everything. Right. What well, and got. and that's just because a lot of money is going to the football program doesn't mean it's not it doesn't mean it's staying there. Except for that what, sixty million dollar thing that they just built. If that's not dirty recruiting, I don't know what is. But, but you know they got Nike back they got a, a Phil Knight backing though. Okay, so my point is that just because uh, 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 the football makes so much money doesn't mean that it's all gonna stay football. It, it, it keeps all the other twenty-five Division One sports in your school and afloat, I, and I think it should. I well, think it should, and it does. But when I generate that money, I don't mind. See, this is what this is where I have a problem with what so-called Republicans. Now they are well within the rights to make their money and how much they want to make. I'm all of a sense that if I generate all this money and I make this money. Then I need to share some of this money. That keeps everything good. That keeps criminals from becoming criminals. If you don't have to steal, if I'm giving you money, if, if I, and I'm talking college, I'm not talking about just out and about. If you're getting money, but you're doing something for it, like you're going to school and you're getting good grades, you you being a part of the athletic department or, or program that, at your university or college, and I'm football and I generate this much money, I should be able to spread that money out. As long as it takes care of football for the next year and the year to come. Whatever we have then, I should be able to spread that money out. Then you should be able to be fired if you steal something and you're getting paid. Absolutely. You should be able to be discharged from school. Mm-hmm. And that would put them right back where they started, Who you crush talking their about, dreams. You ta- you ta- talking you about ta- the athletes. You're talking about the athletes. Yeah. So they should, if they start, so in James Winston's case, he's stealing crab legs out of the supermarket. He should be, his scholarship should be revoked. Well, he should be fined. Fine he should, if, he, if they're getting paid, he, he's not, if as they're getting paid, they're now employees. Okay? okay? So employees can be fired. Employees can be suspended without pay. Mm-hmm. Employees can have a lot of things that 19-year-old kids aren't ready for. Then let that be what it is and pay them accordingly. If you're making billions of dollars, would you, what do you think he going to make as a freshman, a starting freshman or a redshirt freshman? What would those, just a crazy number, because you haven't done research to this and neither have I, no, but we know the billions of dollars that the NCAA make. What would be his salary as a freshman? If, if he's an employee and you saying that if he gets caught stealing, cheating on the test, there should be some consequences to so that. So is this including the scholarship that he's getting? He has the scholarship. Scholarship, come on now. Scholarship is what? Some, some baseball. What? It's baseball money that's not exchanging hands because it's given for free. But, that, but, you can, but if you can read between those two things, you, you want to add the money. No, no, no. no, no but no, if you no. want to add the money to the scholarship, then you can say, well, this scholarship is worth this, so let me deduct this from that. Okay, so somebody that goes to USC is getting one hundred sixty thousand dollars to start. What? Okay? What? Because what? that's four years. That's oh, okay. four years of school. Oh, okay. One hundred sixty thousand dollars. Okay, so that's forty thousand dollars a year that you're getting paid, not counting the food and everything that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the food that you're getting paid for a full year of being of eating, say what? Uh, say ten thousand dollars is the food that you're getting for a full year. So you're already getting paid fifty thousand dollars a year. Mm-mm. You are. 
No. You're not. Yeah. You're not. So you can. So then you're writing checks for tuition every semester. I say if you want to do it that way, the way you and see, but you don't understand. I don't have a problem with what you're saying. I just have a problem how you distribute that money. So if I'm a freshman, I, I decide to go. So it's eat. not enough. It's not enough. I'm, I'm giving. So you, each kid should get two hundred thousand dollars to play football a year. Alex, how much? Two hundred thousand dollars a year. I mean, like no. these eighteen-year-old kids no. should. No, they're amateurs. They don't deserve it yet. They're not amateurs. They semi pro. Look, they um. Then go to Canada and play <laughs> professional football. Why you want to go to Canada? They, well, they because made, you can they, go. They, they made Tamreek Vandover go to Canada because he wanted to be Johnny Manziel before Johnny Manziel was ever born. Before okay. he was ever born. You say, and, well, they tried to make him go to Canada. That guy has a skill set for a professional level, and he was a receiver, and he was one of the top receivers in NCAA at the time when he went to Florida State. He wanted to come out, but they said, you can't come out. This doesn't benefit you coming out. You don't know what that guy's outside stuff. Let me, I'm going to get back to USC. What is outside life for us, where he come from, and you just watch him play football at a high level, and you telling me he's not ready for the NFL, he had to go to Canada for a year or two before he came back down. Now, if, I'm, if, if Alex Clancy, if I'm interested in Alex Clancy as a, as a student athlete, you play soccer. Um, <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you playing um, badminton over there at, uh, okay. at, at, All right. at uh, I'll remember that. Colorado. I'll remember that. I'm giving you $80,000 to come out, and if the scholarship is $40,000, then you pay your own way to school. If you drop out of school, then you lose all that money. Now, if you, I'm giving you $40,000, and as an 18-year-old, and you better have somebody in your circle around you to manage that other $40,000 you about That'd to get. the worst idea ever. Yeah, it's an idea, though. Okay. So that don't that don't make it the worst idea. I'm like, how you gonna pay I, these guys? I'm, I get I'm generating billions of dollars. You don't pay from these guys. That's that's the answer. You out of your mind. You don't pay them. You're it's out of your part mind. of the process. That's what pro- whose process? Who benefit, the, the, who's benefiting from all this? Because everyone not don't. The point. Every, that is the point. No, it's, it's not. If I'm benefiting off you, I, you got to be getting something out of this. It's not the point. Well, I'm not supposed to talk. Let's take a quick break. We will come back. We on some point and somehow, sometime, get into some basketball. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you? It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Now some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, just follow me. Welcome back to the Guamla Sports Talk. Alex Clancy in the studio. I only took a break so I could run to the bathroom. This heart medicine got me running back and forth to the bathroom. Um, but, you know, and the way we were going before we went into break, that doesn't deserve taking a break. I just had to. I couldn't hold it any longer. <laughs> and then I took 20 seconds looking at the mirror at myself. But look. I'm going to throw up. We, you saying my idea is a bad idea. I'm not. I didn't sit down for months and said, "Give these guys eighty thousand. I'm saying, if you saying the scholarship is a hundred and sixty at USC, well, yeah, saying, ballpark could probably be two hundred in ten years. Yeah, no, absolutely, because the NCAA will make more money off these guys. I'm just sitting here thinking, right in the studio right now, eighty thousand dollars. It could be. It could be less than that. It could be you giving an eighteen year old sixty. That, that that makes more people want to go to school. So so what if they run out of money after the first semester? Then what? Then they go, they better if they get kicked out from stealing because they don't have money. Then they all up should take financial and management classes. And the people around them that in the first segment you mentioned, where are the parents? Isn't that what the parents for? Well, some parents don't come from that background mm-hmm. where I can teach you about money. That's why guys who make money lose money because they've never been taught. That's why some people don't go to school because they don't talk about school in their house. It's different across the country, across the world, of who people are, their background, their demographics, their, their race. It is different. So if you're not talking about something, you don't know about it. So $80,000 is a lot of money. That's a lot of money for an 18-year-old kid to have uh, but I guarantee you, I mean, you can lower it, but I wouldn't lower it past fifty. Or, I wouldn't lower it past fifty thousand dollars. Well, forty would, that if your USC well, goes to tuition. So that's, that's fifty thousand. Okay, that's fifty thousand dollars four years. That's two hundred thousand dollars for a kid. That would encourage a lot of kids to go to school, possibly stay in school at least two or three years. So you want the product to be, be better on the next level? Yeah, there, well, there it is. Well, yeah, but it also adds more chances for injury if you play four years, especially with how kids play. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna and, risk a hundred thousand dollars for for ten million dollars. I'm coming out of school. Yeah, and the thing is that it's in theory like it, it's a nice story. Like, and that's not me diminishing at all. It, it's a nice idea. Um, it's just if kids d- get into trouble now without it, get it with money. Like you see all these kids, all these guys in the NFL just get into trouble. As you said, they can't handle their money and all those things. Mm-hmm. If it was if there was stipend out where you get a game check. Because that's what employees do. That's what NFL players do. They get game like you get, you get a game check, but you only play twelve games a year. Mm-hmm. So you're only making the team, the school money for three months out of the year. No, you're not. 
No, you're not. That is crazy to say. Why? Football is all year round. You said that yesterday, and you I, know well, that. And that's in the NFL. <laughs> no, no. Football is all year round in college, too. It, it's in the news. That doesn't mean it's year round. I, it's, what, it doesn't. No, there's not games being played all year. There's not games being played all year in the NFL. I understand that, but that's so different. They're the already different? getting that, paid. That's not They're already getting paid. I know, but we're talking about college guys getting paid. So when that happened, it's, oh, now it's more prevalent. Now it's in our face that it's all year round. College is all year round. Student athlete. They have school the rest of the time. Okay, well, they're going to school. So you and still they should get, they if they're going to get paid, they should get a 3-6 or above. If I'm, uh, I, I like that. I, I mean, like the, that. It needs to be outside, no, uh, no, outside no, no, the comfort six. zone. Yeah, see three, what? Five. It's 2.0 now. Three, it's 2.0. So I mean, that's you go to class, you get a 2.0. What if I'm that student and I try my hardest, and I'm really trying my hardest, and, that, and you know this guy. You know this guy so, so well. You see him studying, doing everything he can to pass these tests, and he making C's straight across the board. Get a tutor. Get a tutor. Okay. You're getting paid okay. to get uh, good grades and right. go to school. All right. He's got a tutor. Okay. He has that. Then he shouldn't get paid. Are you, 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 what? you out of your it's, mind. It's, you it's your, employees. You're not it's even a, making any sense. That's not, not, it's a qualification you're for not getting paid. Sense. You're looking for a reason not to pay these guys as opposed to say, well, that makes sense. Uh, I, I, can, I can find a lot of reasons not to pay these guys because you idiot still in crab legs out of the store. You shouldn't get paid. I can make a lot of reasons not to pay these guys. But when I see the money that's being generated from these guys, that's why I like what Johnny Manziel did to – did his years, his two years at Texas A&M, because black kids been doing that for years. Now, if I'm at the University of Kansas and I sign an autograph, I, my jersey, and I give it to you, Alex, or I sell it to you, I am in trouble for that. That is my jersey with my name on it. The university can make, you go in the bookstore, you see my jersey. I can't, I can't even afford to buy that jersey, but if I got the one I have and I sell it to somebody to make money so I can eat, I am in trouble. It's technically the university's jersey. It's not it's the how, it's how, it's how, how is they? Well, take my name they, off it. Take my name off it. That's why I like Penn State uniforms. There's no name on it. There's no guy standing above anybody else. But it's still Penn State who's making that money. Hmm. I can create a. I can come in here Thursday and have ten to fifty reasons why these guys shouldn't get paid. But then I gotta say, then I'm gonna put a reason why why not. Then I'm then I'm gonna ask. I'm going to do the research and find out, make some calls. How much y'all making a year, NCAA, off these guys? And that's public. The public information is what we see. Mm-hmm. The money they're getting behind is not is, is way more than that. I can make – I'm hearing your argument. I'm not disagreeing with it. I'm just saying why not if the, if the people up top is getting paid for this. How do you explain me – Selling my jerseys, getting in trouble, and you saying it's the school jersey? Well, take my name off it. There's so much. Don't market me. Don't say I just got this recruit out of Newport News, Virginia. Uh, he's one of the top corners in 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 the country, and market that. And now somebody just bought a season ticket from the for the University of Kansas to watch me play football. They just made this money. Is, it's very high risk. It's a very high risk situation for the kids because say. You say you do get paid, and there are now qualifications that you need to maintain your status at that school for whatever sport you play. You have to get a three five. Mm-hmm. You have to attend all of your classes. If you get one mess no. up, you that, get so, something like that. I, it's not going to be absolute. You I don't have to attend that. all your classes. Okay, but that's going to be a part of it because that's going to yield better grades. You got a job. You don't go to it all the time. If you're sick, you still get. Look, if you on salary, you still get paid for that. Yeah. Okay. So you go to 80 to 90% of your classes. I think okay? so more than that. You have to, if you get in trouble, it's, it's a two-strike thing. 
You get one chance. Second one, you are, your contract is void and you go back home. <laughs> that is so high risk. It's not they. They're not going to be able to get in trouble and mess up the brand if they're getting paid as employees. It's impossible to be able to do both. When you get this contract, and we don't even we just we speculate. We just throwing out ideas. This is, these are not facts that we really know about. Okay, if you get, let's say you get that fifty that fifty thousand a year, well, you can't spend it till after your sophomore year. You got to have some type of motivation. Some type of motivation to stay in school, and now you probably got about, and I, and you're going to be taxed. Then you got, and that hundred thousand, you probably got like seventy two thousand dollars for two years. Now you get to touch it. Now you get to, but in that two years, you do have to pay for your tuition. The then a lot of stuff, a lot of nonsense is going to come into come into play with that. Is now university is going to start raising their tuition, and the kids, okay, yeah. what well, well then? You raise the money you got to give them. I just wanted it to be balanced. So How many students that go there are actually athletes? Not go many. Go where? Go to any university. Like, they go to University of Kansas. What percentage of the, to, uh, of the undergrad that's like probably 30 grand, what percentage of them play sports? I wish I Less know. than 1% or, mm. or less than 10% definitely. You know, so it's, well, they, Alex, it look, doesn't affect. It's they not make their affect. money off of you coming out of California. You got straight A's. They're going to make their money off you. They're going to give you an academic scholarship, but they're going to get their money out of you because you're going to go there, you're going to do what you're supposed to do of, or, or what they thought they was recruiting you for. You're going to do those things, and you're going to graduate, and you're going to be probably successful, and they're going to say, well, Alex Clancy went to school here. They're going to, they're going to market you to all academic eligible people who's making straight A's. You know why college kids aren't going to get paid? Joe Hayden just agreed to a five-year extension worth $68 million. Who did? Joe Hayden, the Browns corner. Uh-huh. So the money's there if you play well. Are you crazy? I'm Joe Hayden saying, is in pros right now. I, I know that. But there's so much money to be made if you take care of business, you don't get in trouble for two years, who then you go you, to the NFL. Who ever sent you that text, an idiot? Because that has nothing to do with what we're talking no, about. No, nobody texted me that. That was a score center it, thing. That just happened. Look, that... Um, the money is there, and that's why... In college, in pro. Yeah. Yes, it is there. It's a business what what the NCAA is running, and yep. it's a very lucrative business. There are three basketball teams worth a billion dollars. The rest of them is close to it. There are um, there are thirty two football teams. About twenty six of them, twenty five of them, billion dollars or more. In college, how many co- collegiate? Division one, what is it? One hundred and seven, something like that. Division one, they are generating so much money. You saying Joe Hayden got five years, sixty-eight million, and he had to go to pro. Did this is what is this? His fourth year, his fifth year. So you telling me a guy, a seventeen-year-old, eighteen-year-old freshman has to wait? So eight, like he's eight, not getting eight, paid for the he first has to three wait, years. He has to wait eight years. He's getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars. He getting in he, his rookie contract. Well, give that hundreds of thousands of dollars to that that freshman or that that collegiate guy and defer it, so he continues to stay on the right path. So if you do the right things, then this is the money you get when you get out of college. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm creating scenarios where these guys should get paid, but you don't get that money in your hand to blow it and go do something stupid okay. with it. Freshman year. At paying paying a student athlete freshman year safe football player right when they walk onto campus is like Matt Stafford getting $60 million guaranteed before playing a snap in the NFL. It doesn't make any sense. Does it it's not fair to anybody. As well, if, if this is all being considered in this true, vacuum, true. the junior and senior will, will be getting paid. Freshmen should not be getting paid 
for doing anything because they haven't proved anything yet. And that's I agree with that because he's a pro now. He haven't made we haven't made, well. This was the argument. This is why we had the um, the collect the rookie collective bargaining agreement. This is why you got a you got a guy coming out of college, Sam Bradford, who got what is sixty million dollars, probably fifty of that, forty of that guaranteed. You got a guy in the NFL who's played five years, six years, serviceable to his team. The reason why you can't cut him, only making probably two million. And then you have linemen are making hundreds of thousands that have been in the league eight, six, six, seven, eight years. Right. And but then you get a freshman, you get a guy coming out of college who's making his money. You willing, you was willing to pay him that type of money. So okay, now you can't do that. It's a rookie poll now. Where's all that money? Mm-hmm. Now, well, it's going to, to all of these guys. Do you realize how big the contracts are now? Now that that's stopped, all these oh. DBs, everybody's getting paid more. So it's going elsewhere. It's just going smartly and not just blindly to a guy that's never played in the NFL before. Everybody has a, um, everybody has a um, contract. I mean, not a contract, but a salary cap. All teams have a salary cap. They have to stay under. They can't go over. If you go over, you're getting, you're getting fined and penalized, and that deal will be null and void. Everybody has that. So it's not like that rookie money going into somewhere else. You still got to play under the salary cap. The salary cap is only to keep things fair, and that is not even fair because how does – how does uh, a team compete like San Antonio, which, which competed a great deal for so many years, compete with L.A.? How does that happen? But the salary cap is to make things fair across the board or who you can get and when you can get them. All right, Alex, show me basketball. I guess we move to some basketball. This conversation, that's why, you know. <laughs> we can conversation. talk about this forever. We can. Like, this could be a whole all-week all show. Um, but it's interesting enough because there has to be some, some type of scenario to uh, pay these guys. But speaking of guys who are getting paid and got paid last night, the Portland Trailblazers got paid and they're getting paid for – you know they don't really make money in the playoffs. These guys – I'm doing my air quotes – working for free, doing, doing playoffs. They've gotten paid. Their contracts are where they are. I thought uh, Coach Popovich did a great job. This guy's professional. He's professional all year round. All long, all year round, all day, every day. He could have beat this Portland Trailblazers team in Portland. But will you? Will you destroy? I've seen coaches do this. I've heard coaches talk about this. You don't want to destroy, destroy the competition that the N, N, NBA is. Now, I, these guys, the Portland Trailblazers, Damon Lillard, and all these guys, uh, Batten, and all, they don't know that, that this is happening. They went out there and played their hearts off, and and this is not this is not true. This is just my guess. This is just speculation. But you don't want to destroy a young team like that that came out of a great series with the Houston Rockets to even get to San Antonio, who we know is the playoff pinnacle in the playoffs of, of what they do and who their coach and those players are. I didn't think he wanted to destroy the mentality and what that team is. Yeah, and I, I disagree. I think that of he's just. Well, I think he's just resting. He's got. I mean, like they were, they were down That's two the, at halftime. Mm-hmm. No, but resting and they, they were outscored fifteen in the third quarter. Portland can't beat them three games in a row. Go ahead. Exactly. So, and then you look at who they have to play: either the Clippers or Oklahoma City. They're going to be tired after that series because mm-hmm. it's going to be a totally different brand of basketball. But don't you think if he would have swept them last night, they would have a break? I mean, I guess. I guess so. Uh, but, I mean, again, Portland went on a sick run in the third quarter, and then Bobovich, instead of trying to claw claw back, they just said, okay, 
We'll go home. I saw that. I, and we'll, I agree and we'll, with that. Yeah, I, and I mean, nobody played more than 30 minutes last night. San Antonio Spurs, San Antonio Spurs lose the game 92-103 to the Portland Trail Blazers. And it, it would have been sad to me as a fan to watch the Portland Trail Blazers get swept to a team. It's a learning experience, to, though. Yeah, no, it's, I, they just got a great learning experience that they don't even know about that Popovich gave them. I'm going to rest my guys because I can come home and win, and then the way the series is going with other teams, I still got another four or five days to rest my guys if they win it at home. Now, the series don't get interesting until San Antonio lose another one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, San Antonio hasn't done anything wrong yet. I mean, they haven't lost a game at home, so everything is status quo at this point. When a shooter is hot, if LaMarcus Aldridge get hot, if Damon Lillard does what he's doing, it's going to be tough in San Antonio, but you're talking about look – at, look across that board. Look across that board on that San Antonio team. I don't know if Portland can go into San Antonio no, and get it done. I don't think so either. They, they got blown out the first two times. Mm. The Clippers uh, stay alive. Wouldn't be, uh, well, I say that because I was looking at that Donald Sterling, but they stay alive to go back to Oklahoma to do that. Did you watch the Brooklyn Nets game? Yeah. I did. That was a good game. Did you see LeBron? <laughs> I'll let you say what you say, but real quick. Did you see LeBron pick up, was it three fouls in 90 seconds? Yeah. And I'm, two of them wasn't fouls. He, and this is, <laughs> this is the difference between him and Paul George. Nothing was really working offensively, so he's like, okay, um, I'm going to take this game over. He had 30 at halftime, or 25 at halftime. He had 12 of their first 15 points in the third quarter, LeBron. And he just took, and then... The best part about Miami now is that they're so cohesive that LeBron trusted Chris Bosh three times. He passed it to, the, to him to the top of the key, bricked the three. Passed it to him to the to the wing, bricked the three, and then he went down, drove the lane. And this was a tie game, uh, waning down past the Mario. Mario Chalmers didn't think about it. Threw to Chris Bosh again. Third consecutive possession. Hits the three from the corner. I don't know. And they go on to win. I don't know. Go ahead. It's confidence in your teammates. And it's not it's what he didn't have in Cleveland, obviously. He didn't have anybody close to Chris Bosch's stature in, in Cleveland. But it's just it's a beautiful thing that he could have got he could have got fifty. He could have gone and tried to force it and, and made two free throws to get scoring he 50 tried in the to playoffs. make that third that second free throw. Well that was with one second left. He just happened to get fouled at the end. This Chris Bosch getting this a wide open three was just a testament to showing that LeBron is not bigger than anybody on that team. He's bigger than everybody on that team. He doesn't in stat I'm not talking about physically. I'm, I'm not saying, talking about that either. <laughs> he's not bigger. Like he doesn't feel that he needs some sort of uh, just see, some sort of ego boost instead of actually making the correct play at all times. And he I, does that. I disagree with you on a few things. One, of course you do. One, I don't know what you meant by his offense wasn't working, and it's the difference between he and Paul George. Paul, this he, this is the difference between he and everybody else in the league. This that guy's the number one guy in the world. In the world. Well, he's number two this year. He's number one in the world. Put them two together. Who wins that game? Right now, today, for 10 games. What? Them in Oklahoma City? No. What are you talking one about? One on one. Anyway, let me finish my what I was saying. His offense was working. It's 49 points. His defense was working. They called two fouls on him that you looked at. We, I looked at those and I'm like, that's not a foul. Mm-hmm. That's not a foul at all. But. I tell you this, refereeing is a hard job. You got to call it on the second, especially and, him. And, yeah, especially him. But when when it happens the other way, you make that same call. I don't have a problem with that. Um, I don't the confidence in his team. Yeah, he better had a confidence team. I don't think when I see Chris Paul, uh, Chris Bosh, 
taking a three-pointer, I don't cringe because he hits those three-pointers. It's a difference between he taking them and Sergei Ibaka taking those three-pointers. Totally different, especially when the game was on the line. I'm thinking, come on, man, you six, you six eleven. What is he? Six ten, six eleven. Would you get down in the paint? So please? is Chris Bosh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chris Bosh, exactly. Get down in the paint and, and do what you're supposed to do. Dominate, but he can hit those threes. These grads grow up shooting jumpers, not not backing somebody down. LeBron James has had that confidence in his team, but he know if I don't get away, if I don't take this back to Miami, three. Three one, this is a team that beat us four times in a regular mm-hmm. season. When a shooter is hot, because you look at those guys, it just looked like if LeBron James is not there, there's no Miami Heat. You right. look at now Dwayne Wade scored 15 points, and he probably would have scored 20, 25 points if there's no LeBron James because everything goes through him. And then a supporting cast probably hitting 10, 12s, and those. But when you score 49 points. This team, he's beating this team by himself with the supporting cast. Let me say that. Jordan Light and Pippen Light, he has a supporting cast, and that's the trust I see. But I feel like LeBron said, worst case scenario is 2-2. They have to come back to Miami. We can make it 3-2. I need to, I need to trust these guys now as opposed to later. Yeah, I mean, and, and this is what everybody believed to be true is that he's the best player on the planet. And you're right. I mean, I was giving, giving you a mess about Kevin Durant winning the well, MVP. Um what I met with Paul George is Paul George disappears sometimes. LeBron James never disappears. Either he goes out in a blaze of glory or he stinks up the whole gym. You're you know, so he's at least there trying every time. He's not taking 11 shots in a huge game scoring 12 points. That's not what LeBron James is, and that's what Paul George is not. That Paul George can still disappear, and he needs to learn to not do that is my point. And superstars don't disappear, and that's, that's the crux of my argument. And LeBron James obviously showed everybody that he's still the best player on the planet. Well, LeBron James had to go through disappearing because, now you remember the conversation where he can't do this, he can't do that. He comes back the next year and he works on those things that everybody, like, he could care less. But if you're telling me I can't do something, he works on that. He works on going left. Michael Jordan had the nerve to say, well, if I was to go LeBron, I'd do this. I would like to see Michael Jordan in his prime and LeBron James in his prime. I would love to see that matchup. And tell me what he can't do, Michael Jordan. Um, and, I, and we know Michael Jordan is to be the greatest in our time. But don't forget the guys who came before him. It's easy to say he's the greatest basketball player ever. But when you look at the numbers and statistics, that don't sh- that Michael Jordan is not the greatest ever. It's just in our time, we, was just br- we were just grateful to he watch the guy. He was the most dominant player after, from 1990 on. Thanks to the Lakers. Thanks to the Celtics. Thanks to the Detroit Pistons. Thank you. That's what he should be thanking those guys because that time, your time, and your competition makes you who you are. Either you're going to turn to a superstar, you're going to fight back, or, you, or you're going to fold. That, that competition that he went against when we thought it was real basketball, there's no crying, no flopping. That was, to me, that was real basketball. I was a Detroit Pistons fan, the Philadelphia Sixers, 76ers fan. Those guys played basketball. But when Michael Jordan was getting beat up, and I think in his second year he broke his ankle or something like that, he said, never again. They get Scottie Pippen, these guys go on a little run. They lose, but they find a way to win these games. LeBron James went through that same stuff. He couldn't shoot the three. He couldn't win a clutch shot in the final seconds. They compare him to Kobe in clutch moments. Now he is that guy. So Paul George has to go through these growing pains, whether we want him to be a superstar or call him one or not. Well, he'll have a chance because they're going to play Indiana. They're going to play the Miami Heat again. And if they lose, when they have a court advantage, then who do you turn to? Paul George. Again, you got to keep going to him. That's your guy. 
Okay. This, they're going to get everything that they want. Home court advantage against Miami in the Eastern Conference Finals. We'll see <laughs> right. how they do. Well, we won't take tomorrow off, and we'll come back Thursday. Not by choice. Yeah, we're by choice. <laughs> I got to go off. We're going to take tomorrow off. Uh, we'll come back Thursday, and we'll finish up on a whole lot of more sports and what's going to take place in these games to come. Kwame Sports Talk, Alex Clancy. We'll see you guys Thursday. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>